This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grant Haven Campground. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's Playground. This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored in part by Bemidji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu Coming up today on the show, long time no here. Our good friend Mandy Urick is back, and we head to the Brainerd Lakes area for our Lake of the Week. It's all on today's Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. When planning your trip up north, plan to park your RV or camper at the spacious Grand Haven RV Campground in Bemidji. You'll be in the perfect area to ride ATV, fish, hunt, and hike. With free parking for your boats and trailers and located just off Highway 2 west of Bemidji, Grand Haven Campground is the center point for your next Northland adventure. Fish hundreds of surrounding lakes and cruising the miles and miles of the ATV trails northern Minnesota has to offer. Visit Grand Haven Campground. Com and book your stay today. Hi, this is Toby Cavalli-Bog of Leisure Outdoor Adventures. Welcome to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Every time I get her on the show, I say it's been way too long, but she's really hard to get a hold of. Mandy Urick, uh, you are like the busiest person I have ever seen. I, I, I can't disagree with you on that. Uh, and the worst part is I make my own schedule. <laughs> I do this to myself, but I just can't say no and specifically the events that pop up in the month of june that come annually it's it's a guaranteed yes for me and so you just make some things work well and that's the thing because of the way the fishing season breaks down and the way uh, you know the dnr wants us to take care of walleyes and fish tournaments june is a a busy month with tournaments. There's just a ton of them, and and I know you donate a lot of stuff, and you participate in a lot of them. So, yeah, I'm I get where you're coming from because they're all over the place. <laughs> Correct. Uh, we're we're already into it. I've already started uh, my my tournament season. We've already started filming uh, fishing tips with me and Ray Gildall that airs on Thursday nights on PBS, and literally starting next week, it's. It's off to the races. We've got the Trolling for Troops event, June 2nd and 3rd. Um, that's where we donate guide trips uh, for the troops. We take them out. It's a fun two days. I look forward to it absolutely every year. It's 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 a great way to, to kick off your, your fishing season, making some very, very happy campers there on the water. The next day after that, uh, it's up to Cross Lake for the Cross Lake Lions Multi-Species Tournament June 4th. It is the largest multi-species tournament in the state of Minnesota. It's a great event. Uh, if anybody wants to, to jump in on this, it's meant for families. There's multiple categories. There's great prizes. 
go to Cross Lake Lions uh, website and they should have uh, an, multiple links there where you can find entry forms to get in. It's, it's, it's a fun event. I can tell you that everybody that I fish with looks forward to it. Then, um, literally right after that, we've got uh, the Camp Confidence event, a Camp Confidence fishing event. All of the proceeds for this go back to the campers, and it's for campers with special needs. So this event, right now, calling all fishing guides. We are in dire straits. We need additional guides for this tournament. Um, all guides fish for free. So there's an awesome prize package. Uh, so you, yeah, you, you take your you take your clients out. You get a free entry. You get to share in uh, all the prize packages. If anybody is available, uh, please go to Camp Confidence website, find their phone number, call Sarah Smith, or you can sign up on the confidencelearningcenter.org website to uh, to donate your time and get on a great event. All right, that sounds like a great event, and that's coming up on the 21st of June or something like that? I believe it's the 18th. Okay. Well, when it shows up, you'll be there. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) It's on their website. I'm like, I'm not looking at a calendar here, so... Um, yeah, it's, it, there's, there's so many good ones over in your area. And of course, we got a bunch of good ones over here and Leech Lake's got tournaments. I mean, they're just everywhere. Uh, plus, you know, people like to just get out and occasionally just fish for fun too. There's that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done that? I, I, I did get out, uh, more than a handful of times for AK fun fishing. Uh, I just love this time of year. I mean, who doesn't love you know, pre-spawn crappie, sunfish fishing, bass fishing, uh, and it was really successful. I, I had a couple days there where I never put a fish in the live well, but I can guarantee I caught over 200 crappies, and it was just, wow. it was so much fun. And, and to be able to, to bring other people out there and just, you go back to like you're a little kid, right? When you have that, that, that bite where it's almost every single cast, you watch your little bob or go under the water and you don't know if it's going to be a 10 incher or a 14 incher or then all of a sudden you, you hook into a four pound bass on an ultralight and then then listen to the drag go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh wow so yeah i mean crappie fishing is a blast bass fishing is a, bas- a blast early season walleye fishing is a blast so this is a really good time to be fishing yeah and i, I keep saying it this time of year more than any time of year it's all about the water temp. We got a lot of stuff going on, but you can be super, super productive on what species you're targeting if you pay attention to the water temps. So obviously we're going into spawn for basically a ton of species. Uh, walleye are spawning between, you know, 42 and, and 52 degrees, so that means they're going to be shallow. Uh, then the crappies move up anywhere between 57 and 75 degrees, they're going to be shallow. Sunfish are about 67 to 80 degrees, and they're going to be shallow. The largemouth bass, they're, they start moving up in about 60 degrees. Um, and a good key indicator for, in, uh, for largies and smallies is if, you know, I would, that's the first thing I do when I get on body waters, Tamir, is I look at the water temp, and then based on what I want to fish, I'm going to find the warmer water temps, right? If it's, mm-hmm. if it's the back bays, if it's the, the mouths going into some of those back bays that are going to be those those spawning areas. That's that's where I'm targeting. So it really breaks down a, a large lake when you know 
there's a ton of species right now that are between two feet of water and nine feet of water. You're going to catch a lot of different species. You know, put the boat in, in 10, 11 feet of water and, and cast up, and, and you're going to have one heck of a time. So one of the big issues we had up here was uh, were we going to have spot-tail shiners available for the opener? What was your situation down there? Not good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not, not good anywhere. I think, I think we're... Uh, Everywhere, you know, in, in the Midwest, I heard from a buddy in North Dakota, too, that y- you just can't get them. What's going on? Um, I would assume, you know, North Dakota's a little bit, well, un- actually around here, too. Cold temps, lots of rain, raging waters, it's just kind of thrown thrown everything off, yeah. you know. Um, I, I haven't seen them. I have seen on a, a few of our local lakes um, that the... The, the shiners are running, you know, which is nice. If you pull into an area and you look over and you see a pile of shiners, guess what's following that? <laughs> but uh, the, the live bait situation is is, is, is difficult, uh, and I think that we're going to see some major price hikes with that just because of the availability of different kinds of, of bait, which they're getting. You don't have to go out and fish with live bait. You right. know, that's one of those misnomers and... You know, I, I really defer back to the lenders. They, I don't know the last time they've used live bait, you know, <laughs> and they're super successful using uh, plastics and jerk baits and, you know, th- there's other ways to do it and still be 100% successful. So if you feel like you're in a pinch, we, that's why we always say as the bass guys, but it works for walleye too, is, is, is match the hatch. Find, a you know, a plastic swim bait that resembles you know, a spot tail shiner and put that on a jig or, you know, go out and, and, and find a, a wrap or a jerk bait or something that is, is going to mimic that color and that shape and that size, and you're going to be successful. Well, I know you're a multi-species angler. You like to catch a lot of different fish. So my presumption is, and I'm not going to ask for any super secret spots or anything, my presumption is, though, you prefer lakes where you have some options. Correct. I, I Hands down. I, I don't like to go to uh, one small little bowl that doesn't have any back bays and, you know, nothing really to, to offer. I like being able to get on some of those bigger bodies of water, such as gull or, or pelican, where you have, you know, different bays. You've got a lot of structure. I mean, gull is great. I mean, you've got how many lakes attached to that. So in every single place, right, the water temp's never going to be the same. So you're going to find active fish somewhere as long as you keep going. And it, it, it's been great. You know, I, I haven't experienced a bad bite yet. I'm surprised. Our, our water temps were really cold. Um, I found on even a clear body water such as Pelican, the back bays such as like Stewart's or Halverson's, they're actually more tannic, so they warm up quicker. The, the water temp at one point was 67.7 degrees in the back bay, but on the main lake it was 52 degrees. So I was like, yay! <laughs> but I just saw, you know, and then we got that nasty cold front, and we got the rain, and, and, and temps dropped, right? Those, you have to be cognizant about that, too. The I went in two days after I was just in one of those bays, and the temp had dropped 10 degrees. So obviously, that's a pretty big shock to those fish that are in there, and they just kind of shut down. So then I actually pulled back out of those bays into the a little bit deeper water, Um and then focused on the, the fish there, but we're already on the rise again. Um, gulls jumped. I was out there on Tuesday 
you know, in Main Lake was 57. So we're supposed to be getting some warmer weather this weekend, obviously with the chance of storms, but we're, we're definitely going to start to see those uh, water temps rise. You know, um, you, you mentioned Gull and all the lakes connected to it, and, of course, the whitefish chain. I mean, that's the one thing that's really cool about Brainerd Lakes area. You hop on the water, and you can just go and go and go and go, and you've got a lot of options without having to, you know, trailer your boat and take it somewhere else. We're exceptionally spoiled. There is a reason why I picked this area to live in. <laughs> <laughs> I said, see you later, North Dakota. Hello, Brainerd Lakes area. Because of all the, you know, the fishery here is absolutely amazing. You know, 200, and I, Mark Bellacoupe is going to be mad at me because I can't remember off the top of my head, but... Mm-hmm. You know, a, a couple hundred lakes within, you know, 30-mile radius, multiple rivers that hold pretty much everything. So, yeah, we don't we don't have to go far. From my house, personally, I, I can jump across the road and jump on the Mississippi, or I can, you know, go a quarter mile to North Long Access, or I can drive up the road, you know, three miles and go to Gull. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, lots of lots of options. And, yeah, you mentioned it, too, the, the whitefish chain. Uh what a what, what a phenomenal fishery there! Um, the only bad thing is the boat traffic. Mm-hmm. So if I'm out there, normally I'm going to try to be out there during the week because in the weekends it can get a little congested when you're moving from lakes to lakes. But uh, because they've got all the, the the connecting channels, but it's it's a really good fishery too. Mandy Erickson today. We got a lot more to cover with Mandy later on in the show. But up next, our Lake of the Week from the Brainerd Lakes area. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley, Bemidji Area Fishing Guide. I'd like to invite you to come to our beautiful town of Bemidji. We've got over 400 lakes in our area teeming with walleye, pike, muskie, bass, and panfish. We're the gateway to the Chippewa National Forest. We've got miles upon miles of biking and hiking trails. Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Fine shops and eateries in downtown Bemidji. Headwaters of the mighty Mississippi at Itasca State Park. Beautiful resorts, hotels, and bed and breakfasts. Visit Bemidji one step further. I'm Mike Frisch of Fishing the Midwest, and I'm proud to help Kev Jackson sound smart on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, holy cow. Our lake this week is out of the Brainerd Area's Fisheries Office. We're talking with David Lockwood, who's a fishery specialist there. David, thanks for joining us. Well, no problem. We're going to talk about Borden Lake. Um, before we uh, do anything else, let's just kind of, for those who aren't real familiar with your area, where is Borden Lake and how would we get there? Borden Lake is uh, just outside of Garrison, about a mile west of Garrison. So coming from Brainerd, you'd go out on Highway 18 and there's a public access just on uh, off the side of the road there. All right. The so the side of the lake. So if you, if you know where Mille Lacs is, it's not very far from Mille Lacs. Nope, about a mile. Uh, pretty pretty easy to find. Looks like you've got a nice concrete uh, access there. Uh, a lot of parking or not? There's there's quite a bit of parking. You could probably fit uh, 20 vehicles there or so. It's one of those lakes that in some areas would be considered a very good-sized lake at 1,000-plus acres, but when you're near Mille Lacs and you're near Gull and you're in the, the whitefish chain, uh, it's it just kind of gets lost in the shuffle maybe. But it looks like it's a pretty good lake with a lot of good fishing on it. Good lake for especially panfish and bass, and a lot of times... People get blown off Mille Lacs on a windy day, and they sneak over there to get on a little smaller body of water. Well, you talked about the panfish and bass. Uh, there's so many of those kinds of lakes, but that's it's a good 
good uh, good option, you know, if you got kids or you just want something to be a little more active than maybe a hot summer day of walleye fishing. Uh, those kinds of fish bend your rod. Yes, and uh, it's, it's known more for uh, crappies and bluegills, but we okay. have a special limit on each one. It's a five-fish daily limit for sunfish and then crappies. And there's some nice crappies out there. They get up to 12, 13 inches, sometimes 14. So there's some nice fish to be had out there. That is uh, that is very nice crappie. Yes, it is. Um, so uh, the, the five-fish limit, is that part of the panfish initiative, or was that something that you had going on before that? Nope, that was uh, with the panfish initiative. I think 2020 was the first year of the, the new limit out there. Okay, so... It's a situation where we wait a few years to see, you know, what what it might mean for the size of, of bluegills in particular. Yep, yeah, just got to give it some time to see if it how it works and just kind of slow down the harvest on the, the crappies when they're going gangbusters. Looks like you got a lot of bass in that lake. You got good sizes of bass? Yeah, we got uh, large we in our surveys. We have a, we survey bass mainly by electrofishing, mm-hmm. and we got largemouth up to about 20 inches. And smallmouth up to just over 19 inches, but you hear people catch a lot of nice bass out of there. Okay. And and good numbers of largemouth and smallmouth, they're there, but they're more in smaller pockets. Okay. Um, and looks like you've got a, a moderate to good uh, number of northerns in there. And what I like about uh, the the northern numbers, based on what I'm seeing on the on the survey I got offline, two and a half pound average. That's a pretty good average. That means you got some decent sized northerns in there. Yep, we surveyed it, well, 2021 we surveyed again, and we got them up to 34 inches. You hear bigger ones coming out of there, and they're, they're nice, uh, chunky fish, tulipies out there, so they can get on those and get some weight on them. And, of course, uh, we like to encourage people to take advantage of the new uh, the new north-central uh, uh, northern num- uh, limits. You can catch a lot more of them. Yep. Yeah, it's, they got to let them go between 22 and 26, and... Uh, they keep uh, 10 under 22 and 2 over 26, and it's good to harvest some of those smaller northerns out of our lakes. A lot of lakes are overpopulated. It, uh, you know, if you're looking for the secret walleye lake, doesn't look like Borden is the one. There's, uh, there's some in there, but it doesn't look like there's a whole lot. No, this the last survey we caught almost two and a half a net, which is pretty darn good for Borden. And we did get them up to 29 inches, so there are some bigger ones in there. But uh, a lot of them that are there probably migrate in from Mille Lacs. It's only about a mile up to Garrison Creek there to get into the lake. Well, it looks like, you know, it's an interesting lake. It's uh, kind of a, a V-shape, I guess. Uh, it's got a main basin, and then it's got an arm that shoots to the left, uh, to the west, and uh, uh, lots of structure on that lake. So there's there's plenty of places for, for the fish to hang out, it looks like. Yep, a lot of, a lot of structure. There's, uh, I think, four or five islands out there. It's kind of a nice lake to go on, and uh, a lot of bulrush uh, weed beds, so it's a lot of places to fish, a lot of places to get away from people. It's, there can be quite a few boats out there, and you can still have it to yourself, kind of your small area. Besides being a place to get to get to uh, when it's a windy day on Mille Lacs, uh, what, what does it tend to be most popular for? Uh, most, mostly crappies. Yeah. Crappies, uh, especially in the evening, is fair amount of boats out there anchored up catching crappies same in the winter there'll be a little villages here and there of crappie fishermen yeah usually if you got a pretty good uh, crappie lake with a good population you'll you'll see some uh, ice anglers out there for sure yeah but it, but it doesn't i mean it doesn't get hit super hard there'll be 
maybe a dozen permanent houses out there. So nothing crazy. Okay, well, that's good news. I mean, when you, you want to protect that, and of course, that five fish limit's going to help that as well. Uh, any concerns on that lake? Any AIS on that lake? No, nope, not as far as we know, anyways. But it, they got to still be careful because they it could be in there. We just haven't found it yet, or hasn't been reported. And with Mille Lacs being just so close, it's just a matter of time, probably. Unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, you you really do want to take care because uh, in your area that that is a rarer and rarer commodity, a lake that, uh, as far as we know, doesn't have any AIS on it. There's uh, that's getting that that's getting very rare over there. Yeah, especially our bigger walleye lakes. They seem to all have zebra mussels at least in them. So, all right. Any anything else we should know about the lake? Not too much. They, there is a few muskies in there. They oh, they also migrate in from Malax, kind of come and go. They're, you hear people catching them now and then, and we've caught a couple in our surveys this summer. We had a thirty-eight, and it was about a thirty-inch or so. They added a little bonus. I was going to say probably the muskie anglers probably don't uh, target them in that lake, but if you're fishing for something else, it could be quite a surprise. Yep, it could be a put a good bend on your rod out there. Absolutely. What well, one thing I did see, uh, I did see there was a little bourbon. Is there a lot of bourbon in there, or is that just something that maybe came over from Malax as well? Just just a handful. We we didn't get any in this last survey. So bourbon are hard. They don't don't really net too well because in the summer they just kind of hang tight and don't move too much. So right, but there's probably not too many out there. It is our Lake of the Week, Borden Lake in the Brainerd Lakes area. We're checking in with David Lockwood from the Brainerd Area Fisheries Office. David, thanks for your time today. Oh, no problem. Have a good one. When we come back, we check back in with Mandy Urich. A lot more great stuff to talk about, plus her first ever Fast Five. I'm Bruce Jean, and this is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors... Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. This is Dick Beardsley, and this is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Checking back in with one of the most dynamic anglers in Paul Bunyan Country, Mandy Yurick. Well, you're a really smart person. You've been on the water for a lot of years, so I always like to you know, ask people like that. What are you seeing out there, or are you seeing anything out there right now that's got you concerned? No. I, I mean, um, I, well, I shouldn't say that. I, I won't mention the, the lake. There was one within the Brainerd Lakes area here that uh, had a really early blue-green algae bloom, and obviously the, the, those can be bad. You don't, you don't want your dog down in there swimming and, and drinking that, but obviously the, the fact that it's, you know, sucks out all the available oxygen in the body of water for for fish those can those can be really bad but i think uh with that we started to warm really quickly and then we dropped again and besides the fact that i've been on a couple lakes that are normally fairly dirty not tannic uh we'll say turbid and they were clear that concerns me because that's a sure telltale sign about the zebra population in them Okay. Um, you know, and even <clears throat> with casting and fishing them, 
when you're, you know, when you sneak into a little piece of old vegetation and you, and you pull it up and it's, you know, got 30 zebra mussels on it. It's, it, it, it's sad how quickly those populations can, can explode on some of those bodies of water. Um, and it's really going to force people to fish differently. You know, you have to be cognizant of what those fish are going to do when the water clarity clears up. You're not going to be able to go fish the same areas in the same spot, specifically with walleye, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it, it, it's going to take a, a little bit of a learning curve on, on some of those. But other than that, I think I think we're we're doing good here in the in the Brainerd Lakes area. It's go time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know you do a ton of different things, and uh, you also um, uh, get some awards. Let's start with the awards. Uh, you got a commissioner's award. I did get a commissioner's award. Crazy enough, after 21 years, uh, <laughs> this is my first commissioner's award. I, I um, They give them out every year, and obviously there's this big six-month ordeal where they look at multiple different projects and teams and uh, all the things that we do across all the divisions, and I was uh, I was on a team uh, this year that with operations and local staff and regional staff that received a, a really nice commissioner's award. Well, congratulations on that. Well deserved, I'm sure. Uh, and then you're also available to 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 watch on the uh, DNR website. You are one of the people they brought in to do some of those video seminars. Correct. So that was super fun. You know, most of the time when I'm doing stuff that's AKDNR related, it's work, right? Mm-hmm. I do volunteer my time uh, for the bow program, becoming an outdoor woman. Uh, the outdoor skills, though, uh, for DNR with the outreach team, they have started a new e-learning. So you can find all these different segments, pick and choose, click on them, um, it, it, and pick which kind of topic that, that you want to learn from. And this is kind of neat because they... They pulled in their AKA DNR fishing experts, right? So we, we had uh, people from outreach and across different divisions that are really avid anglers. So it, it was it was fun to be able to, to jump on uh, and do that seminar. And I picked the Lindy Rig. So we all got to pick one of our favorite lures. And I think those guys automatically thought I was going to pick a bass lure. <laughs> And I was like, no, no, no. I'm like, I'm picking the Lindy Rig. I think it's one of the most diverse lures there is for multi-species fishing and it, you know it, it's from Brainerd mm-hmm. the, the original people were it was developed was right here in Brainerd Minnesota with uh, Linders and Nick Adams so it was kind of a kind of a little a throwback there but yeah really good sessions they have a ton of them if you go on DNR's website to the outdoor uh, skills section I mean go crazy they've got just about everything that you can want and they're keep adding new ones I think every couple weeks and you uh, mentioned earlier that you're filming um, for Lakeland PBS and that starts when uh, we are starting next week I believe oh, okay they start airing we already started filming uh, we are five or six episodes in that we've got filmed so I think next Thursday those start airing and then yeah at the end of the month uh i gotta i gotta zoom out of here and i can't tell anybody where we're going because i don't know where we're going <laughs> yet because i'm filming with steve Pinas for lake commandos so thankfully that's such an interesting format you know they literally don't tell you until we're in the vehicle driving somewhere and then they tell us where we're going <laughs> oh and then you just have to figure out a way to catch fish once you get there. 
Yeah, I, I love it. It's such an interesting format, you know, a, a head-to-head format. You basically get to pick a lure, Steve picks a lure, just based on what you see. So we get five minutes to look at the DNR website and read all the information we can on that lake. We show up, walk down the dock, look at the body of water, and you got to make a snap decision right there on, you know, what your tackle, your technique, where, you know, where you're going to fish. So it really is a... It's right up my alley. I, I love doing it. It sounds like fun. <laughs> it is fun. Uh, we fished some some pretty phenomenal lakes, and I, I I didn't realize that there was so many that I haven't fished in Minnesota yet. So sometimes it, it gets difficult. Uh, we only had one time that we were, we were on our way to the lake, and they made the announcement, and they're filming this, right? <laughs> and I had to stop them, and I'm like, I've fished that lake. We have to go somewhere else. <laughs> So that was a that was on the fly. The the producer had to kind of go, oh, uh, okay, give us give us twenty minutes. <laughs> well, we're going into the uh, long holiday weekend, Mandy. It is going to be probably the best weather we've had for the fishing season thus far. So I think we'll see a lot of people on the lakes. A lot of people, I would say, going after multiple species. What about you? Are you sticking around Brader Lakes, or are you checking something else out this weekend? No, I'm going to tough it out. I'm sure it's going to be a zoo here, but uh, I think I'm going to sneak off onto some of the my smaller super secret lakes. And yeah, like I've, I've said before, my rod locker is full. And so are all my storage compartments because I have every piece of tackle for every species there is at this time of the year <laughs> so that I'm always ready because there's nothing worse than going into a bay chasing bass and you look over and there's a ton of crappies and sunfish in there, right? Like and not having a, a rod available so that you can play for a little bit with those. But, yeah, uh, the only thing that I might do, we'll, we'll see on, on Sunday and and Monday is uh, what the weather does. I'd like to sneak over to Wax. I haven't been out there yet this year to go chase some pre-spawn smallies. So I definitely want to get a day in of that. And I'd like uh, probably Monday to head to Leech. Uh, and no, I'm actually not going to be chasing walleyes up there. A uh, uh. little known fact that uh, Leech Lake holds some ginormous crappies and sunfish. Yes, they so, do. I, yeah, I, I make an annual trip once a year, one day, to, to go chase some biggins just for the sheer fun of it. Nothing goes, they're all too big to even put in the, the live well. You, you'd feel horrible about it, but catching a bunch of 14 to 16 inches sure makes your day. All right. And general advice, regardless of what lake you're on, North, general northern Minnesota, Paul Bunyan country advice for people going fishing this weekend? Be careful. Uh, be cognizant and be aware when you're on the water. Don't assume that another boat sees you. The water temps are extremely cold right now. Just because the air temps are going to be 70 or 80, those water temps are in the 50s or 60s. So hypothermia is a real deal. Make sure you've got your life jackets. Make sure you have your throwable. And everybody take three minutes and Google um, the rope trick for how you should tie a rope. You tie it from your front gunnel to your back gunnel. And you leave it there because, gosh forbid, if you were to fall out of your boat, it's one of the easiest ways to help you get back in your boat. Other than that, uh, pre-check your batteries. There's nothing worse than getting <laughs> all the way up to the lake and, and your batteries are dead. So make sure they're fully charged. Make sure that they're topped off with, with water. And uh, check your tires, too. I think people seem to forget about greasing bearings and air pressure. And 
oh, whoopsie-daisy, there's another bad deal driving to the lake, and all of a sudden you blow a tire, and now you're stuck on the side of the road with all the traffic and, uh, yeah, blown trailer tire. That is not fun, no. All right, are you ready for your first ever Fast Five? I warned you in advance about this. Oh, okay, shoot. All right, here we go. Five quick questions for you to find out more about Mandy Urich. Three. Fast Five. Here is question number one. What is your favorite fish to catch? Bass. I figured. What what is your favorite fish to eat? Perch. What was your favorite subject in school? Science. Duh. (laughs) I know. Just wanted to see maybe something different, but I figured. (laughs) All right, here we go. Question number four, your favorite band or singer? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, can we pass and come back, or I got to answer? <laughs> okay, we'll go to question number five first. We'll come back to question number four. Okay. Question number five, what was your first vehicle? My first vehicle was a 1983 hatchback maroon and gray Dodge Omni that the doors didn't lock, and it started without a key in the ignition. <laughs> oh, so many of us have had cars like that when we started out. <laughs> All right, back to number four, your favorite band or singer? I've got a real weird mix of I, I listen to what I'm in the mood for but it always makes me happy because it just spans genres and so many different moods so I would say if I if I jump in and I'm going through the station I'm going to stop on the Beatles old school I am old school <laughs> I knew that would be a shocker that is a shocker I, I am I'm surprised I can't argue with it but I'm surprised <laughs> All right, Mandy Yurick, always great to have you on the show. Uh, we'll be checking in with you soon if we can chase you down. Uh, well, thanks, thanks for making the effort, and it was great to be back. Great to have our good friend Mandy Yurick back on the show. Got a great one for tomorrow. Jason Durham in to get us ready for a long holiday weekend of fishing. Thanks to Mandy for being here. Thanks to David Lockwood of the Brainerd Area Fisheries Office for our Lake of the Week information. And thank you, as always, for taking some time to be with us today, too. This has been the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grand Haven Campground. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. And don't forget, you can listen to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country on KB101 FM and KBUN Sports Radio 104.5 weekdays, as well as Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Saturday mornings on KBUN Sports Radio 104.5, B93.3 in Brainerd Baxter, and Kick FM in Alexandria. <laughs>